Good morning, City Church. This is City Church Together for Friday, August 27th. Welcome, like I said, to City Church Together for Friday, August 27th. All right. Good morning. This is City Church Together for Friday, August 27th. Glad that you're with us today. Uh, Today, we are going to uh, continue through our all-in devotional, and I want to key in on uh, week three, day one, which is Philippians 3, 7 through 11. So I'm going to read that, and um, we're going to work through a little of what I talked about. This is Trevor, by the way, in case you didn't know that. Um, A little of what I talked about this past Sunday in the sermon. So uh, we're hopefully weave these things together and get a good picture of um, Christ-centered generosity. First, let's read uh, Philippians 3, verse 7 through 11. Paul writes to the Philippian church, But everything that was gained to me I have considered to be a loss because of Christ. More than that, I also consider everything to be a loss in view of the surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. Because of him I have suffered the loss of all things and considered them as dung, so that I may gain Christ. And be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own from the law, but one that is through faith in Christ. But the righteousness from God based on faith. My goal is to know him and the fellowship of his sufferings and being conformed to his death, assuming that I will somehow reach the resurrection from among the dead. And that is the word of the Lord from Philippians chapter 3. Now this past week in the sermon... We were in Luke chapter 12, and I shared with you um, two sort of addresses that Jesus has. One, to uh, someone who asked him a question about helping him and his friend or him and his brother divide up an inheritance, and Jesus addresses their greed with a story, remember, of the uh, bigger barns and the guy who wanted to build bigger barns, and then his soul was required of him. Uh, And then he follows that up, uh, talking to his disciples about the cure for anxiety and about wanting, uh, uh, being always afraid that you're not going to have enough food or enough clothing. So you have those two ways where Jesus ends up telling them, sell your possessions, give them to the poor, where your heart, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And now we have Paul here using... um, sort of value language. You'll notice him saying uh, he talks about this the, the surpassing value of knowing Christ. Um, he talks about what used to be gain to me, now he considers loss. And then later on, he says that, his, that he will, suffers the loss of all things and considers them worthless or as dung. Um, so that he may gain Christ, okay? So that is what we're highlighting today in the Here Journal. We're highlighting um, this value language, the value of knowing Christ, surpassing value of knowing Christ, and what to label as loss and what to label as gain. Now, if you've been around um, City Church during All In, you know we passed out these bottles of gain to rep- represent that passage in Philippians one twenty one um, about... Um, to live as Christ and to die as gain. And it also stands for go all in now, right? Gain. So 
um, we're thinking about those laundry detergent bottles and, again, that value language of what we gain, which is often what we chase in money. Um, in, in those two stories from Luke 12, the gain was seen as I can get to a position in life with my money where I can sort of eat, drink, and be merry. I've got enough stuff stored up. I have enough things stored away that I no longer have to concern myself with serving other people. Now I can live the rest of my days being served. Okay, so that was one outlook. And then the other outlook is I can't possibly gain enough because as soon as I get it, it slips through my fingers. Therefore, I must always be thinking about what will I wear or what will I eat? Because as soon as I stop worrying about those things, I won't have them anymore. So life is a constant rat race of give me, give, get, 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 get for me, for me, for me, which once again puts my focus on me. Now here, and, and, and what Jesus says to that is practice generosity. Sell all your possessions, give the money to the poor, get that stuff, that, that, that fear that you're not going to have enough. There's one way to get rid of it. And he's just like, just go all the way. Just get rid of all your possessions and then you won't be worrying about your possessions and you will see that your heart is actually tied to God and you get everything you need from him. Now, Paul comes in and he gives us another take on this that the true value or the true wealth that we have is an intimate knowledge of who Jesus Christ is. And when we have that intimate knowledge of who Jesus Christ is, that flips on its head other things that we value in life. In other words, all of our possessions are like poo-poo, okay? Dung. Scubula is the word. All of our, our possessions are like dung so that I may gain Christ, which goes back to Christ. Hey, uh, think about him addressing the rich young ruler in Luke 18 and Matthew 19, uh, Mark 10, I think. His address to the rich young ruler is the same thing. Sell all your possessions and follow me. But the rich young ruler sadly chooses his possessions over following Jesus. This is Paul being the opposite of that rich young ruler. I count Christ as gain. Therefore, I am re-seeing everything else in life, and I will consider them as loss. I used to count them as gain. I used to count Christ as loss. But now I count Christ as gain and everything else as loss. And that ends up at the end of this passage in this idea of being conformed to Jesus' death. Loss and losing is not really loss. When death means resurrection, loss means gain. When death means resurrection, and that's what you have on 11, he says, assuming that I will somehow reach the resurrection from among the dead. In other words, the, re the whole reason I can think this way is because when I value Christ, I value the story of death and resurrection, and that is in the kingdom of God, cross comes before crown. Loss comes before gain. Death comes before resurrection. And that's why he ends it with assuming that I will somehow, that I have this attitude because I know that I will, that I will attain resurrection. That's what assuming means. Assuming doesn't mean that, oh, I'm, I'm you know, I might, this might not happen. Assuming means I am using the knowledge that I have about Christ's resurrection and I am putting it on what I value in life. And that goes back to exactly what Jesus said to the rich young ruler. It goes back to the stories that Jesus told from Luke 12 about ravens and about the, the flowers of the field, about our father's care for us. And here we have in Philippians, 
the way that seeing the death and resurrection of Jesus changes what we value. We value knowing Christ who died for us. You want to know someone who gave his life for you. If you found out someone gave their life, people all the time want to meet people who like donate their organs. I want to meet the person who donated kidney. I want to meet the parents of the child who died, who gave my child a heart that needed a transplant because there is a sense of, I want to know who these people are. I want to embrace them. And even more so for Christ who died for us. It is a value to know the one who rescued us, not just to receive his gift and walk away. There is value in that relationship. How do we apply this? Application. Well, let's do it as a church. We are going to give together to the body of Christ. That's what All In is about. That all of us will take up Jesus's command to sell our possessions and give them away. Sell our possessions and give them away. Remember, the point is not simply, it, it's not like the poor, Jesus looks at the poor and says, well, the, the poor are needy and we got to figure out a way to feed them all. That's not his point. The point is that your money is tying up your heart. And your heart will not be let go of it until you give it away. So when we give to God's church, when we all give together towards this mission, we are both, yes, putting forward the mission of the church to help people know Christ so that they reorient their values, but it's also doing a heart work in us. That heart work in us is that we are moving our heart to where our treasure is, and that is on the body of Christ, that is on making Christ known, that is on knowing Christ. So what are we going to do? Well, I hope what you'll do is what um, I and so many people already have done who have already made um, on Advance Commitment Night made commitments to this all-in initiative, which is consider what does sacrificial generosity look like when I write a check or when I you know, fill out this commitment card because I want to represent that I consider all things as dung except for the value of knowing Christ. You want that to be represented in the number that you write down on a commitment card or in what you send in through you know, what you set up as your recurring giving in your tithe or even what you give away to other people in organizations. Let's be a church. Let's be a church that really does consider the loss of, all, consider, uh, the loss of things that we consider dung Um, that we consider it gain in Christ because it frees our heart up to love him and know him more and helps other people to love him and know him more. And on that note, let's pause and have a moment of silence before we pray together. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks today for surpassing value. We certainly need something whose value surpasses the things of this world um, because everything that we can buy or get our hands on in this world, um, it ends up deteriorating, breaking down. Um, Even when it remains pristine and new, um, it gets old to us. Um, That new phone eventually becomes your old phone that gets discarded in that Tupperware, you know, under your under your bed or wherever you store old phones. It's all of these possessions um, eventually lose their luster. Um, but that idea of surpassing value just means you keep getting, as the song we sing says, better and better and better. 
And it's not that your value changes. You're always the same. It's that our perception and understanding of your value changes. We want more of that in our hearts. We want more of that for our church. We want more of that for the Big C Church. Help us to see your surpassing value so that the things of this world go strangely dim in the light of your glory and grace. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. City Church, I hope you're all in. We have Commitment Sunday coming up this Sunday, so we would love, and all of you in podcast land, maybe you've been considering how to give uh, to City Church. We'd love to see that happen, and you make a commitment to. Um, you can do that through our app, and you know you could set up giving on our on that app as well, um, or send a one-time gift if you got that. But I am so excited about our future, and uh, in two days we have our Commitment Sunday, where we're going to go all in together. Um, to see uh, the gospel go out all over Murfreesboro through our church. Um, Thanks for being part of this journey with us. And City Church, go and multiply the gospel.